following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well, to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And come to you live on tape on this Wednesday, November 24th. It is the day before Thanksgiving. Everybody 25 and under is getting ready to get their faces completely shit-faced. That's two faces in the same sentence. And grind it out on a full night of drinking, seeing what random person they can meet and hook up with old flames and the rest of it. And then as you get older, you don't do any of that. You look at your kids and you fall asleep on the couch as they're staying up and you say, I gotta stay up. I gotta stay up longer than them. I can't I can't fall asleep and it, before they do because then they'll just run around the house. I gotta make sure that they go to bed, they're well fed uh, and all the rest of it. Life just flies by. NFL season, like I've said 8 million times, flies by. Life does as well and that's where we are right now. Lines out every liquor store and supermarket and turkey farm, anywhere that you go. Chris, have you gotten all of your shit together for Turkey Day? That's no. the question. No. Well, we are flying I, down by you, so we have to do nothing. We just have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get to enjoy food and just relax and yeah. watch football. Uh, basically, just get to throw all the kids together, hopefully drive down, make it on time to the airport, find a parking space, fight all the fucking traffic. We are using dad, uh, our, our dad's truck uh, to save ourselves in some of the trips. So I've got to drop the family off at one terminal and then run all the way back to the parking garage at a different terminal. And you're going to take a phone call right here in the middle of this. Um, and <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. So uh, as I was saying, hopefully uh, get everybody to the airport, park the car, get back in time and not miss our flight and then get down there. And by the time that we get down there around one o'clock, it'll be turkey time in a couple of hours. And then maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll see you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a... Uh, <laughs> Crazy, crazy time. So, and I'm sure that there are many other people on the uh, planet that also are uh, just packed to the gills with shit to do between now and tomorrow. So, uh, you are actually going to family friends. You're going over to Finley's house. Did you guys have to bring anything today? Are you making a bunt cake or bringing a ham or any of that kind of? Yeah, we're goodness? making a bunt cake. That's what you, you. That's what we're doing. We're making a bunt cake. I knew it. That's why I said it. I. I that's it. Yeah, I, I knew that you guys would be making a bunt cake and a fruit loaf to go with it. And a fruit loaf. I don't think I've ever eaten a fruit loaf. I don't think. I ever want to eat a fruit loaf? It sounds gross, right? It's, because it's yeah. it's fruit in bread. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want any fruit in my bread. I, I want no. bananas in my bread. Banana. Bread. Yeah, a walnut, banana, walnut uh, bread. Fucking oh delish. All day long, but I don't need you know apricots in my bread or uh, you know any kind of insert fruit here. No, Alyssa's supposed to be making an apple pie and. Like I said before, we're not prepared because she still hasn't even purchased the apples, nor has she purchased the pie crust or the butter or the cinnamon. Well, I mean, uh, nowadays I probably wouldn't want to volunteer to make the apple pie because that is going to cost you a pretty penny since 
Like inflation has apples at about $12 a bag right now. I, I don't know if that is number is accurate. I highly doubt it, but you know what I mean? No, apples are apples are more expensive than I just realized I'm supposed to prepare trivia for tomorrow and I have not prepared trivia for tomorrow. And that is the is that the unlucky lottery or sucks to be you? I think that oh is the sucks to be God. you category. Sucks to be you category, but yeah. But there is really nothing better than an apple pie. Is she going to do is she going to go all out? Is she going to do honey crisps? Honey a good honey crisp apple is fucking delish. No. Sweet tango, my friend. Sweet tango. I, I don't even know what that is. Is that a Fuji apple? Is that a, no. Is that similar nope, to a Fuji apple? Nope. It's a cross between a Honeycrisp and a Minnesota well, you had something me at, or You other. had me at Honeycrisp, so you just yeah, stop there. It's, del- it's delicious. A, a Honeycrisp derivative, I'm all in. So long as they're not a red delicious apple, which is the farthest thing from delicious that there is on the planet. <laughs> and our football talk has turned into uh, groceries, inflation, and Thanksgiving food, which nobody on the goddamn planet wants to hear. Uh, you know, when they turn onto a football podcast, uh, you know. So for those of the, those of you listening, and by the statistics, there's not a lot of you. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you want to listen to this. So anyway, um, are you ready for a big week twelve? It is actually going to be finally. Finally, a good week of football. There are a bunch of good games this week. Uh, not so much on on Turkey Day, but for the rest of the week, come Sunday into Sunday night, uh, we get a bunch of good games and then end with a fucking stinkeroo on Monday night. But, you know, that's become the Monday night games anyway. So, your Raiders, they can't stop the slide. This damn thing has gone right into the shitter. They're horrible, man. Yeah, well, you know, we kind of thought that they were, and that's the way we approached it. But then I was giving them credit because I really did think that they were playing well. But I don't know what game it was that it all started to fall apart. I, you know, maybe it was the Gruden game, or maybe it was the game before the Gruden game. No, it was it was the Rugs game. Oh, that, well, that was the was that the Giants game, right? That was the first game without Rugs, right? Was the New York Giants? That was the game yeah. that I went to with Allie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they stunk up the field, and they lost to the Giants, and the Giants didn't even play well in that game. They were, yep. <laughs> they yep. were not good. Yep. Um, and then it has not gotten right uh, for them at all. So uh, I, I am sorry to hear hear that for you. But for me, I, I mean, I big round of applause because we are very happy we no longer have Jason Garrett. So Jason Garrett, sayonara, don't let the door hit you in the ass. So you are starting to see moves toward next year happen already. Obviously, your moves for the Raiders were not uh, precipitated by poor performance. Um, just uh, the, the shitty emailing, <laughs> shitty emailing habits. They need to just sell the team. Uh, they're not going to sell the team. Come on. Just get rid of them. I mean, just get rid of Davis. Let, let a whole new regime in there. Yeah, that's not happening. I, they just they just built the Death Star. Shoot the Death Star. They just built the damn thing. They're not going to give it up anytime soon. No, I'm sorry. That's not happening. But uh, I, at least the Giants started making some kind of moves. Of course, they couldn't pull the trigger and get rid of Gettleman uh, fast enough. So we're going to have to deal with him for a little bit longer. But, uh, I mean, other you know, are there other coaches on the hot seat quite yet? You know, I mean, I think there's a lot. I I, I don't think Urban Meyer is going to make it another. I, you know, but they did stop talking altogether about Urban Meyer after his little lap dance episode. Well, he had two wins. He got two wins. 
Yeah, but I, it's more than that because be, even without the wins, it was just he's outmatched. Uh, everything is falling apart. Nobody respects him. And then he's trying to get himself fired, if you want to believe it. I don't know. Um, by doing this whole little lappy lap episode at the bar. But you haven't heard a damn thing about it ever since. So I, I don't know. I, I think it just at the end of the year, he probably leaves and takes some kind of college job. Right? That, that's what I think happens. Um, but yeah. I, because, I agree. you know, and it's just kind of like they, they found a middle ground here. You get through the season. You know, I, there just hasn't been enough. I, I, I think Khan will keep him given the cho- given the opportunity. I think he'll ride out a second year just to see where, where it goes. But uh, I mean, maybe you could be right for sure. You know, because it, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's not like he has the best talent on that team. So it's very tough to judge a coach based off of the, the you know, I mean, the defense sucks. The offense sucks. They're, they don't have any playmakers on that team. They thought ATN and and what's his name together were going to be great, and then ATN tore up his knee or yeah. foot, whatever. I, I mean, you know, here's the here's the Dan Campbell, Joe Judge excuse. It's not their fault. They don't have the players. I mean, okay, maybe <laughs> you can perform a little bit better. Uh, you know that often you're going to fire Jason Garrett. Okay, Freddie Kitchens isn't the goddamn answer. I'll tell you that much right now. I can't get worse than Garrett though. So uh, you are sour about the Giants. Uh, no, I'm just because they're they're probably right now bottom five franchises in all of football, right? And right now with the parity that's across the league, I mean, look at last last week, right? Look at some of the games that took place. Uh, you you know you had Indianapolis going in there and and winning. Um, what were some of the upsets? You had uh, well, I mean, the Cowboys played like absolute dog shit to a Kansas City team that I thought was going to lose. Uh, and so that that was, I mean, it wasn't a shock because Kansas City has that in them, but I mean, still a shock because I really thought the Cowboys were going to play better than that than they did. But you know, you have the Texans beating up on the Titans, you had the Eagles blowing the doors off the Saints, you had the Colts beating up on the on the Bills, right? The Bills at home, mind you. Uh, you know, the Lions fighting the Browns. You know, and the Lions had nobody. They they went with a backup quarterback. The Vikings beating the Packers. You know, they were home though, so I, you know, home dog there. I, I mean, you saw a little, you know, you, you see a little bit of, uh, you know, of solid teams that are upsetting others when you, you know, far out. Anyway, the point that I'm trying to say is that there is a ton of parity. So the only thing that you can really look at and been like, okay, well, let's talk about the top or the bottom teams. You could talk about the bottom teams. The top teams are kind of all a mixed mosh of of shit. DVOA. Uh, ranking the teams, the the top five are Tampa Bay, Arizona, New England, Dallas, and Buffalo. Right, so those five are like kind of equal. Is there any name there that grabs you? No, none of those. Right, I, I mean they're all just they're good, but they've kind of hit bumps in the road. New England is the team that's streaking that everybody can't stop talking about. I still think Dallas has the most talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, Buffalo has hit a bump in the road here. The Rams have hit a bump in the road. Rams are six. That's why I went down to them. But they're all kind of the same. And then you flip it, but you look at the bottom. You look at the bottom teams, and these teams are a goddamn nightmare. Atlanta, Jets, Detroit, Houston, and Jacksonville. Those are the bottom five teams, followed, uh, you know, by Miami, Chicago, and the Giants. So I mean, I think those teams are a lot more interesting to talk about, only because their seasons are kind of over and things went so bad. Now it's kind of like, all right, well, how do they change these things? You know, that's that's where the change comes. The top I don't teams. know. You know that 
The Eagles have the easiest schedule. Oh, my God. The Eagles right now blowing up all over the place. They look fantastic. Yeah. Scoring they, tons of points. And they're going to get another win this week versus the Giants. Of course they are. Um, so, but you know what I mean about the top teams versus the bottom teams? It's just, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm talking about the Giants only because they're one of these bottom teams. Um, again, and they're my team, so I, I shouldn't focus on them so much. But they're just one of those franchises. That are like, oh, there's a lot to talk about. There's, there's a lot of meat on the bone as to how you move a, an organization forward. You talk about Tampa Bay, and you're like, yeah, okay. So, you know, their secondary is still a little banged up. Brady's going to do what Brady does. You know, if they have all their horses, they should be able to make a run. You know, Arizona, you're sitting there. Well, Murray comes back. Hopkins come back. We'll see what happens. Right now, they're just getting by. You know, New England, I can't talk about New England. Everybody and their goddamn brother has talked about New England now for two weeks. Well, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, for sure, but there's nothing more to say, right? They're running the ball and playing defense. And they've got a rookie quarterback that uh, you know does what he does and does it well. Just doesn't make mistakes, can't really throw the ball downfield. He's trying to go that route, but still can't do it. So, I don't know. I'm not convinced that New England's nearly as good as people make them out to be, just like you said, but they, they definitely have found... You know what's the best word? Like a rhythm. They they, they definitely found the uh, what works best for the players that they have on their team. And and Bel- just proved Belichick is is a very good coach. Well, his, you his think, team. You think? <clears throat> Chris well, I mean, with, the, with a hot take. Bill Belichick, good coach. Okay, so <laughs> in comparison to what they were talking about last year, with is it Belichick was a good coach? With Tom Brady, or was he not? Yeah, no, I remember. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Brady, Brady had that race for the past year and a half. Right. Exactly. And what if what happens if it's a Patriots Bucks Super Bowl? That would be fantastic. <clears throat> I mean, that mm-hmm. right there would be the game that the NFL is dying for. Lottery ticket. That that game would be. Do you think that a Bucks Patriots Super Bowl would be the most watched Super Bowl of all time? Even though they, they constantly break that record, you know, every couple of years because the audience just got bigger, etc. It would probably get them uh, the biggest audience that we've seen in a very, very long time. I, I mean, I, I, people would. I would think it'd be the biggest one ever. I, I mean, ever. You you ever. just throw it out there. I hadn't thought about it yet, but. For sure, who wouldn't tune into that game? It'd be incredible. The just everything about it, the the marketing. That's just NFL's dream. That would just be a dream for the NFL. I mean, you the you, money they would make on that. Oh my god! The dual retirement factor. You know, could the winner walk off into the sunset after the game? Yeah, I mean, yeah. stories stories abound. Uh, if that was the case. So, uh, anyway, I know that we're uh, on the clock here, so we will uh, shoot right into uh, our first down and recap how we did last week. First down. And we begin with our gambling, where for et moi, I I was able to salvage what would have been an awful, awful uh, week for me as I made a late addition to my bets and I put a parlay on the Pats and the Dolphins and that one clocked in. But otherwise, I was the opposite guy. 
Packers, Panthers, no good. Uh, my other parlay was Cowboys, Moneyline, Packers, Panthers. That was the complete opposite. So if you bet opposite me, you did good. And then my teaser, nothing nothing worked out well. Um, as for you, if I'm not mistaken, you netted about 240, right? Yeah. So uh, you got the Patriots straight up. That was good for a win. You had the teaser of the Cowboys, Cards, Chargers, and 49ers, and that was good for a win. You had two losers in there, but you still netted out uh, a couple of them. So you're about 30, 3,100, right? Your bankroll thereabouts? Uh, I minus 150 plus the... Plus the two. Yeah, somewhere around there. 3,200, something like that. Yeah, somewhere. All right. So, and then I am still fighting on my second thousand and not good. I'm, uh, I'm about 710 bucks here. So, uh, we'll, we'll run down the rest of it. The super picks. You were three and two. I was three and two. You still got the best of me there. You're at about 58% on the year. I'm still uh, about seven games under 500. The big game, which is the one that we pick everything, I went eight and seven. You went seven and eight. I have made a couple of game weeks on you here, and so now I am just one game behind you. You are seventy-eight and eighty-three. I am seventy-seven and eighty-four. The money tickets and and sharps all did kind of jack shit uh, last week. The sharps still are sitting atop the league. Uh, the league being us included uh, at 64 and 64. Over unders, I was one and one. You were one and one, and Survivor and Knockouts didn't work out well for me. I had Tennessee, Indianapolis, both got knocked out. You had the Chargers, which were good, and then you had the Colts as well, and that was no good. So the favorites and dogs and all the other statistics. The favorites, eight and seven. The dogs won seven of four of their seven games outright. Those games were Houston, Indy, Minnesota, and the Washington football team. That football team, man, they're they're just they're on fire right now. Taking over the taking over the nation. The home dogs were two and five. Chicago and Minnesota won at home. Uh, games with weekly movement, nothing really. The money, the pros were six and four. The Joes were three and three. The there were two games that you saw both of those move toward, and they won. That was the Bears, Vikings, and then they lost uh, the Bills, Browns, and Seahawks. So not a lot uh, of, of data there. The one thing that I, you did notice is that the money was great in closing line value uh, and all the bets that came toward the end of the week because they took the 5-7 and seven record that they had against us, and if you did it at game time, on Sunday, they went all the way to eight and four. The money, they put money in on the Philly, the Eagles, the Dolphins, the 49ers, and the Bengals. Those guys all won, and the only one they lost was the Giants. So teasers were, I mean, it was favorites and unders this week. It's usually dogs and unders, but it was favorites and unders. Favorites were 11 and four, unders were 11 and three. Uh, the dogs and overs were about 500. Teams with a halftime lead, oh! Look at that. Second time in three weeks, they were undefeated, 13 and 0. There were only two two games that didn't have a, a result. That was Miami and the Jets and Carolina and the Washington football team. Those two games were tied at halftime. And then we have the uh, the bye teams. The bye have turned into a fucking nothing. But last week, the Bears, they were home off the bye. They, they uh, covered. And then Houston and Cincinnati were on the road. They ended up covering, winning. You know, well, Cincinnati won. Houston, uh, Cincinnati covered. Houston won, and then the Giants—they were no good. They ate it on uh, Monday Night Football, which was really it's such a terrible game. But uh, whatever, got a got me out to be a little social. So, 
Uh, so that's the uh, that's the deal. So congratulations on continuing to chug forward here with the lead. I'm, I'm catching up with you in the uh, in the big game. So we're we're just about even there. But everywhere else, you got me. You know, and you're in your super picks for the year. You're almost at sixty percent. So that is uh, that's effing phenomenal. So good for you, sir. Good for you. So what do you say? Uh, a couple of games this week. Which one do you want to talk about first? We've got two big ones. Uh, you know, you know which ones they are. I do. Uh, which one do you want to start with? We could talk about the Bucks first. All right, we will talk about Tampa Bay versus second down. Second down. The Colts, as we fly out to Indianapolis, actually, to discuss Tampa Bay. Indy, the Bucks right now are the road favorite in this one. The Bucks are three-point favorites. The over/under is fifty-one and a half. Right now, the sharps are in on the Bucks, as is are the tickets and the money pool. So this is a trifecta game. The tickets right now sixty-four percent in favor of the Bucks and sixty-nine <laughs> percent. Give me a hell yeah! In favor of the Bucks. So uh, as for their over/unders, uh, not the over/unders, the against. The spread records right now. Tampa Bay is four and six. Indianapolis is actually seven and four. So Indy seven and four on the year against the spread, coming in as a three-point dog. What do you think here? Do you think they pull off another one? Go to eight and four on the year, throw another monkey wrench in the Bucks second half of the season here. I mean the Buck. I I don't know. I, I was listening on the radio today, and people are saying that the Bucks. Defense is finally getting healthy. And then I read a report an hour later saying that now Devin White is injured. Their, their number one linebacker. Did he, uh, you know, that was the one thing I didn't get to today because of getting ready for I, – I didn't get – like, you know, I saw some of the big news on the injury items, right? Justin Fields is out. But I didn't see any of the injuries for this game. So the Devin White thing is news to me. You heard that today? Yeah. Devin White has a, a quad injury. So Devin White's got a quad injury. Jason Pierre-Paul is banged up. Um, <clears throat> I think sh- something about Shaq Barrett. Nothing serious. I, you know, it's Wait, like you can't go by injury number- reports. That's for sure. No, like what's the point? Like every time you read something about someone, he, now they're not even practicing on Friday, but they're still playing on Sunday. Usually, it used to be like if they're not playing on practicing on Friday. There's no chance they're playing on Sunday. Right. But well, this all changed when they redid that st- the stupid injury report. Uh, I know. Probable, procedure. probable, questionable, doubtful. Yeah. Why am I the only one that thinks it was so much better the other way around? I mean, nobody talks about it anymore because why would it? It's kind of a pointless conversation. But, I, I mean, it's a little problematic because it doesn't – you know less now than you did before. Yes. Because questionable covers twenty five percent to seventy five percent. Yeah, like it's just so big. It's yeah. It's well, it's great for hiding players' injuries from other teams. You know, teams are in preparation. It's yeah, I, I guess. But, but what's funny is that doubtful might as well be out because I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen a doubtful play this year, and I'm I'm sure they have been, and you know, whatever. I haven't seen one. I can't remember one. Uh, I, I just I haven't seen it. You know, so, you know, ripping through the fantasy light. I mean, you can just go through, but you don't even know what these things mean. Baker Mayfield didn't practice. Who cares? It's Wednesday, right? Lamar Jackson was a full participant. You know, Baker's so banged up. You know, Baker has a groin injury, no longer a knee injury, didn't practice. So, uh, 
you know, Mark Ingram and Teron Armstead are questionable. Okay. I mean, questionable basically means they're playing. Uh, you know, Saints have ruled out Alvin Kamara, Ryan Ramchek, Marcus Davenport, and have ruled out, like, for the game? That I, Yeah, because tomorrow's the game, so today's yeah, the final okay. report. So that's it. So they've ruled them out. That's huge news, right? Like, Kamara yeah. not being in, in that game is huge. And that was 436. And I just got these lines, so when we get to that New Orleans lines, I'm going to have to double-check that one. Um. You know, I, I knew that Kamara was on the ropes, but I thought that there was a chance he was going to play. No dice. No, and Davenport's and, a huge loss. But anyway, I, we're getting off point. We're talking about Tampa Bay here. Sorry. We'll get to all that stuff later. Um, I was just saying that I hadn't looked at the Tampa Bay game. At least that it was a Sunday, right? I mean, there's more of a chance that those guys play if they miss a practice today. Yeah. Like Antonio Brown's still not practicing and... I'm sure Gronk is hurt again. He's always hurt. And Mike Evans now has a back injury. It's all just adding up for me to tell you that I'm going to go with the Colts because I don't believe the Bucks' run defense is as good without Devin White and Vita Vea. I just, I don't, I don't think they are what, like the, Bills were the number one rush defense in the league, and Jonathan Taylor just ran for 180 yards. Yeah, no so. doubt. Just chopped him up. I, Vita Vita, I, you know, great when he plays. He barely ever plays, right? How long has he been in the league now? Three or four years? Three? But this is his fourth, maybe? I, 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 I think. It's just like when he's in there, it's like, wow, you guy's a stud. And then it's like, oh, no, he's on the sideline again. Okay, all right, sure. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's just a career. I don't even know what to make of it. Yeah, it, great guy when he's in there, not in there all that much, right? Like, I, and didn't he miss like his first entire rookie year? Didn't he with knee injury? Or am I misremembering that? Ah, uh, I. You know what? I honestly can't remember, but I, I do know that he was hurt. Maybe that was that was last year. I think he was hurt all year long. I, I thought there was one year that he definitely missed the. the and they're just the, the numbers, the the statistics I heard. With him and without him are like there's two point three yards per carry when he's there, and it's three point eight when he's not. Like yeah. that's su- that's such a dramatic change. He is a huge presence, presence, right? Huge guy, yeah. huge, pre- huge presence as well. I can't even say huge presence, whatever. All right, so he's just huge. Um, so he's a big guy. Gets in there, definitely affects uh, the overall performance of the team. You know, you look look at the two teams right now. DVOA, uh, Tampa Bay is is ranked number one in the league, and then Indianapolis is eight. So you got a good game out there. Tampa Bay's offense right now is ranked first. Indianapolis is ranked eleventh. Uh, their Indianapolis rush defense is it, offense that is Indianapolis's rush offense is where it's at. They're second in the league, just behind the. I would imagine I, I got to find them here. But I imagine it's Cleveland. There, there it is, Cleveland. Um, and then Tampa Bay is one and five. So it, impressive that Tampa Bay's rush DVOA is five because I don't even really think of them as a rush team. Um, but obviously the, the team is one in the past. So you got uh, Tampa Bay's offense at one, Indianapolis at eleven. Flip on the other side of the ball, and you look at the defenses, and they're much closer uh, to each other because Tampa Bay seven, Indianapolis is nine. Indianapolis does not defend the pass well. They're 20th in the league, second against the rush. Tampa Bay, seven against the pass and four against the rush. So, you know, I I don't know. You know, Tampa Bay's defense, I think that's a little misleading because, like you said, I don't really look at them as as a stout defense. Probably definitely not seventh in the the league. 
No, I. But once again, DBOA is is such a. You know, like it, we look at that and we're and we try and study it and we try and use that as a a statistic to help us pick. But like, look at the Bills. The Bills were number one last week, and then they just got destroyed. So it 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 really right, means they're, they're still one this week in defense. It's just that their rush is is gone all the way to twelfth. You know, and they're past their number one. So like one one of the bis- most misleading ones is the Raiders. The Raiders are fifth or something against the pass. And they're horrible. Right. Like, they're a bad team. Vegas right now is, well, defense 23rd against the pass, 15th against the rush, defense-wise. So, I mean, it adjusts. It's true. Look, anything that you, any statistic or data point or reference point that you use to talk about the NFL, you're just basically trying to quantify something that is ultimately subjective, right? I mean, it, it's just difficult to do. And pro football focus now is kind of taking the lead at, at trying to add uh, objectivity to subjectivity with everything that they've done. I, You know, I've just found that DVOA is more reflective of uh, you know uh, the true overall talent. Uh, you know, a, as I see it, I'm not saying it, it's the Bible. I'm just saying it, it's better than talking about like yards against. Like, who gives a shit about yards against, right? I mean, yards against is is basically kind of situational, right? If your offense is on the field for a ton, then you know your defense is probably not letting up a, a lot of yards, you know, because the other offense isn't on the field as much. I, anyway, you know what I mean. I it's it's the same thing that goes with most sports. It's the same thing that happens, for instance, in horse racing. You can look at all the numbers you want on a piece of paper, but there's still that human factor or that animal factor when it comes to sports and picking winners. It, it, it's just it's the same thing. I, I don't care how many times the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers have stopped a running back from having 100 yards because they're, fi- they're about to face the 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 team that's the hottest in regards to rushing the ball. Do you know what I mean? Like there, right. there's and there's no way to quantify that because there, it's human beings, right? There's the luck factor. There's the preparation factor. These are just other human beings who wake up Sunday morning and who knows what happens that day. That's what makes it so hard. It's crazy. Right. Well, I, I think in this in this regard, I think the one thing to look at would be you know the fact that the Indianapolis pass offense is nineteenth, which is pretty accurate because uh, they kind of suck on that side of the ball, right? Uh, I mean, it's been the Jonathan Taylor show now for several several weeks. Um, you know, even though their their passing offense isn't great, I I like them here in this game along with you. So you're, you're taking the Colts. I'm taking the Colts too. Um, you know, I think they they could win this game outright. You know, the, the way that they're playing and kind of the question marks I see with the Bucks. Remember that Buck game was really close up until the second half, and they were playing the Giants, who fucking suck. Yeah, well, if you take away the first drive too, it was even closer. Yeah, I mean they, they exactly. So I, you know, I'm, I was not impressed with the Eagles, uh, with the Eagles, with the Buccaneers game. Because the way that I saw it, I think they just opened up in the second half when 
the Giants went backwards. And so you go to the week before that, and they still they, they have that crap game versus the Washington football team. I think this will be a much better test as to where the Buccaneers are now um, toward the toward their second half here. And if some of these things that we've been kind of glossing over is like, ah, you know, they'll, they'll iron it out uh, if they're really more problematic. And as for the Colts, I, you know, the X factor here to me is – is Chipwreck, right? Wentz. I, I just don't, you know, if he has one of those stinker games where he makes error after error, you know, this whole damn thing could just, you know, fall apart. Yeah. But if you do the Jonathan Taylor show and you get a little bit of traction there, you're at home, I'm, I like it. You know, three points is not a lot of points. Bucks could easily cover this. But I'm going for the Colts because I think the Colts win this thing outright. I'm with you, man. I, I don't I don't see the maybe if the Bucks are fully healthy, maybe if their defense uh, plays and can prove that they're all right, they'll be fine. But I I just don't believe in that. Mike Evans being hurt is a big deal. Antonio Brown being out is a big deal. Rob Gronkowski coming back from injury is a big deal. Oh, he I, looks so slow. Yeah, he's so slow. And they're playing an Indianapolis team, which is going, which is on the up and up. So I, I'm with you. I, I think they can win the game outright. Fifty one and a half. You have any lean on that? Uh, if I had to guess, I'd probably say over because Indy's defense is not good. Yeah, no, it, it's it's one one of only two games this week that's fifty or above. Uh, the other being a one of the Turkey Day games, uh, the Cowboys Raiders. So, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought over, too, because I could see this being scoring. Um, but, you know, th- then again, it really depends if the Colts can come to play. Right? I, I mean, the Wentz, the Wentz bomb factor is the thing that scares me the most with any Indianapolis game and picking them at any given time. Because it, that guy goes into the tank. I, you know, he just implodes throwing pick sixes and all kinds of shit. But anyway, all right. Um, So that is Buccaneers at the Colts. We are both on the home dog for that one. And so we will fly out for a 4 o'clock matchup between two big NFC teams. Previous game was AFC-NFC. This one's NFC-NFC with some of the premier teams from the conference. The Packers will be hosting... Did I say we were flying out to Green Bay? I think I did. If not, that's where we're going. We're going to Lambeau where Green Bay Packers are going to be taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Rams coming off a bye and off that terrible loss the week before where they got obliterated on Monday Night Monday night Football, right? Or was it Sunday night by the uh, San Francisco 49ers? Uh, you know, here they are going to come... On the road, off the bye, hopefully have Odell Beckham Jr. installed in the offense a little bit more. The Packers are trying to fight off the loss to the Vikings last week where it was oh, it was uh, Aaron Rodgers' toe. His toe hurt him. Um, and they ended up losing by a field goal. So here the Packers are, are favored by a half a point. The over-under is 47.5. The Sharps are in on the Rams, as is the money pool right now at 58%, and there's a slight lean on the tickets toward the Packers at 54%. So who do you got in this one? Against the spread, Green Bay is the top team at six and nine and two and then the rams are toward the bottom at four and six for those people that like the against the spread records the packers are getting points now 
Uh, I looked just before we hopped on. Uh, we are currently recording at around 5 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. And I still had the Packers favored by a half a point, but I could easily see that moving. Uh, obviously, it depends on the book, right? So Yeah, DraftKings has them at, at- – Every book has the Packers as a favorite, except for DraftKings. Except for DraftKings, the, okay. They have the the Rams at minus one. Yeah, the, the odds that I am pulling from are from the Action Network app, and I think the Action Network app currently is defaulting to points bet uh, for me. So, obviously, the book that you use is going to impact your spread. But I will check their spread right now, and they still have Green Bay favored by a half a point. So, anywhere between the... Half a point for the Packers or the half a point for the Rams. I am going here with the Packers. So, uh, regardless, the stats that I I delivered are accurate, again, according to the Action Network app. And that is the Packers with the slightly in the tickets, the Sharps, and the money in on the Rams. So, what do you think? Do you think they are able to bounce back in this game? Matt, Matthew Stafford in Green Bay, not a chance. No, you don't think so, huh? No, he's Matthew Stafford. He's played there what? 20 times in his career? Yeah, all on Detroit Lion teams. I know, but Come he, on. I, I mean, listen, it's the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Thanksgiving's past. I, I just don't think, uh, no way. I don't, I don't. They're not going to go into Green Bay and beat Green Bay. I don't care how many players on Green Bay are hurt. Well, the, Ram- the Rams offense will be rolling out the second-ranked offense against Green Bay's 14th-ranked defense. Green Bay's defense is worse against the rush. They come in all the way at 26. Their pass is at 12. So they have a better pass defense than they have a rush defense. Obviously, the rush defense also uh, struggling. Uh, they lost Rashad Gary uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, arm injury. He didn't play last week. I don't, I don't think he's going to play this week. Um, and so, but their their secondary is okay. So now they're going to have to. They're going to be at home, and they're going to face off against the Rams. That Rams passing offense with Stafford is fourth in uh, the league. So I, you know, the Robert Woods injury to me, I didn't think it was a huge deal. It was only a big deal had they not had somebody to replace him, such as Odell. Um, because I mean, it's really been Cooper Cup, right? I mean, that's what the whole offense has been. A lot of I, a lot, yeah, a lot of it. Cooper Cup. Last year, it seemed like it would have mattered a little more. This year, he hasn't. Woods hasn't done anything. No, but maybe not he really. Do, maybe maybe his statistics weren't good, but his NFL game actually helped out. I don't know. You know, who knows? Maybe he drew coverage away from Cooper. Cut. You know, that, that's tough to to determine because yeah, Stafford's just peppering freaking Cup with everything. Um. I don't know. I will see, you know, because Odell's not Robert Woods. Odell doesn't play nearly the same game that Robert Woods plays. So no, he's then, more t- he's more in line with the things that Cooper Cup does. Right. So Van Jefferson's going to have to fill in that role, and he's obviously not as good as. Nah, Robert he's Woods. okay though. He's just not great. He's okay. Yeah, he's just coming along. Right. I mean, it's only he, a second he, year receiver. Right, he's young. He's very young. He doesn't have the experience that uh, Woods has. So I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm really not convinced about Henderson. He's. They. I think they'd be better off starting Sony Michelle. Honestly, I, really, he's had an okay year. I mean, he's been banged up because he's small, but I mean, his stats are okay. 
Who? Henderson? Henderson. I mean, I'm not terrible. I just don't, I don't, I don't look, I'm saying not from a fantasy perspective, from an eye test perspective. He just doesn't look like, you know, they miss Cam Akers. Cam Akers was, was a difference maker. And, yeah, well, I mean, that's what they were, they were banking on him, right? It's just, you know, the right. injury early in the, in the training camp where he did that. But they've been getting by with Henderson fine. I mean, the Henderson's kind of banged up, but maybe. I, I don't think they're going to go into a cold Green Bay and, and beat them. They're, they're just not. It's just not going to happen. Let's see. Uh, let, let's check out uh, some of his stats, rushing stats for Henderson this year. Uh, 70 yards, starting week one, 70 yards, 53, 89, 82, 78, 45, 90, 55, and then 31, only on five carries last week. And receptions, I, you know, one for 17, three for 29. You know, he gets about 20 yards a game on two to three catches. So, but I, I mean, look, it's not Cam Akers, but it's respectable. You know, yeah. they, they. I mean, they could probably use an upgrade at the position, but they've got Michelle and they've got Henderson, and that's what they've got to deal with. Yeah, you know, I, I think their line is probably the bigger issue, as they they haven't had a great year on the offensive line for the for the Rams. Um, I, I think the thing for me with the Rams here, I picked the Rams. So I picked them because, to me, this is a, who do you think is going to win the game? And even though their defense right now, to me, is very questionable because, and I think we talked about this, right? They, they basically have Jalen Ramsey and they've got, uh, San, uh, uh, whatever, Arnold, uh, oh my God, Darnold. Um, Aaron Donald. Jesus. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. confusing as all hell. They have Aaron Donald, and they have uh, Jalen Ramsey. Now they bring in Von Miller, although Von Miller's all banged up, so it's like they brought in an injured player. But outside of that, uh, you know, they don't have a ton of players, and so they get banged up a little bit here, you know, in a bad game. And then their offense, I I don't know. Uh, Something happened that offense that the past two games, they've really looked like shit. But the Packers, to me, are the bigger question mark because they really looked bad the past two weeks. You think they've looked that bad? I mean, I, I definitely don't think that Rodgers has looked good compared to where they were weeks prior to that. That that, that first game back he had against, well, well, let's go three games back, right? So Love goes in there and everybody is, oh, you know, maybe this is it. This is where they kiss off Aaron Rodgers, COVID, you lied, sayonara. Uh, you know, once Love comes in here and plays a monster game, we're, we're just going to try to move forward with that a little bit. And there are people talking about <laughs> Rodgers retiring when that whole thing hit. I, I don't know if you remember that. They were talking about the guy retiring. But anyway, I don't remember that. Oh, they were talking about him retiring. Could they? Could he retire? Uh, and I think the leader of that was Mike Florio. Uh, you know, I, you know, Mister Shocking. I, I know Florio. Make, shocking. Make a fucking you know a big deal out of nothing, Florio. Um, but anyway, so Love goes in there. The offense looks terrible. Rogers comes back. The offense against Seattle. That game was so bad to watch. I had such high hopes for that game, and it was terrible. And Rogers was part of it. He looked awful. And then last year, what last week? You know, I mean, maybe they could have won that game. They put up thirty-one points, and their defense kind of you know dropped the ball there, getting them. 34, but I mean, it didn't look fantastic. Um, you know, one big bomb to uh, MVD, right? Or MVS, uh, MVD, MVD. yes, MVD. <laughs> I'm thinking of RVD, right? <laughs> RVD, yeah. Um, so you know, I don't know, there just seems to be something amiss, uh, with the offense this week, and 
or, or the past couple of weeks, and I don't know if this is going to be the game that they turn it around. You know, I, I mean, Rodgers already took on about his toe. Like, it's going to bother him all year. Fucking yeah, I saw, I saw the post of him showing his foot to the media or something. I don't uh, you know, I, I mean, it's how. But whatever, I, I, I think they're, I think they're the better team. I, I, I do. I, I think the Packers are very good. They're very good. They're a very good team. I agree, and I think at full health, probably. I have a, I do have a question though about where Rodgers is with this foot. He just seems like he's so done with football when he, when he's off the field, he's just like, I don't care about this. Yeah, he really doesn't. <laughs> He does like, have this that is, arrow. This is just Peace like... out, motherfucker. Yeah, like, this is so stupid, man. I'm just going to go out. I'm going to throw the ball around a little bit. And then leave me alone for the week. I just... I don't want to talk about shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's why I love calling him pissy face. Because he just... He, he always looks pissed off. Yeah, he just... He's always pissy Always cranky. Right? Always cranky. Something always wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, I according to Bill Hubbard of Sports Illustrated, I was, I was trying to find where I, I read this, but according to Bill Hubbard or Hubert or I don't know, whatever, H-U-B-E-R, of Sports Illustrated, Rogers' toe injury is quite problematic. He's going to miss a lot of practice time the rest of the season. Fortunately, he's going to be continuing to play through it. So, you know, I, these injury reports and these you know, breaking articles. I, you know, I don't put a lot of stock in them. I do put a little bit of stock into this only because he didn't look good last week. Um, he needed to come back and look better than he did the week before. He didn't. And now they're going to go up against the Rams team who has had two weeks to prepare. Remember, they're coming off a bye. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game. But that doesn't scare you at all. No. I, it's uh, My honest opinion about the Rams, I think they're a very good team. And Stafford's probably a good fit for that team. But there's only so much Cooper Cup can do. He's not going to win them a championship. They need other pieces. I will stand corrected if Odell Beckham is that answer. I don't think he is. I will stand corrected if if Darrell... Darrell? Darrell? DH, baby. Just call him DH. DH. If DH is that answer, I'll stand corrected as well. I think but it's Daryl Henderson. I think the only Orrell was Terrell Owens, right? No, it's it's Terrell Williams. Oh, Terrell Williams too, right? Okay. D- yeah. But I mean, I, I I don't know. I just I don't think they have all the pieces. The defense is great. I don't think the offense is just because they got Matt Staff Matthew Stafford. I don't think that's the answer. All right, so I, I, I'm putting the Rams in, and this is actually going to be one of my locks. So Great. I'm taking the Rams, and I'm taking these guys as one of my top five. I don't agree. I'm going with the Packers. You don't have to agree. I'm just asking you for your pick. Yeah, Packers. Packers all, all day. All right, so you're going for the Pack. Uh, and the 47 and a half. You feeling anything on that at all? I am not. I'm trying to remember. I got to take a peek to see if I actually was that one of the games. No, that wasn't. Forty-seven and a half. I. That's a tough line. I. Rams defense is very good. Packers at home. I would have to go with the under if I if I was going to go in any direction. Yeah. See, I was thinking about the over on that one, but the unders is where it's at all at all year. It's just I, I could see this game because I, I'm I'm not a big believer in either of the defenses. I could see this, uh, you know, the, these two teams balling out. The question again to me becomes where 
Rodgers is at and if you know he can score points like they did in the past. He scored 31 last week, so it, you know it's we're one week away from him scoring 30. So, I mean, obviously he can do it, but that, that's where uh, I draw a question. So, you're going to be on the Packers. I am going to be on the Rams. Like I said, that is going to be one of my five top picks for the week. And so, now we will bounce to the rest of the lineup, starting off with all three turkey games as we fly through to our bets. Third down. And like I said, we will start on turkey, game, turkey day. Game one is the Bears in Detroit facing off against the Lions. Bears road favorites by three. The Sharps right now are on the Lions, as are the tickets and the money. Tickets barely 51%, 56% of the money pool, so you got a trifecta game here. 42 is the over-under. I am going to take the Bears here uh, on the road. Yeah, I, I think the Bears are they're actually one of my locks for the week. I Oh, you're locking Detroit, this one in? I, I Everyone's worried about Andy Dalton taking over for uh, uh, Justin Fields. I'm actually not worried. That, that that's where I'm kind of happy about it. Picking me the, too. Picking he's more of a pocket passer. He's he's gonna. He you don't have to worry about him running. He's not gonna run. He's gonna he's gonna chew apart that terrible defense. And uh, I think they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win handily. To be honest. Oh, look at you. So you're gonna lock this in here as one of your picks. Yes, for sure. So put it in. Chris for the Bears for one of his super picks. Uh, and I am on the Bears as well. This game. is a great – that's a great game for Montgomery, by the way. Montgomery's going to go off. Uh, what are the, What's the Lions defense here? Uh, defense, Detroit is probably bottom of the barrel. 28th, 28, 28th total, 28th against the pass, and 29th against the rush. So. Yeah, Really bad. There you go for fantasy owners that are, are looking for some help. Uh, I need some help. In, uh, I, I'm going to be so screwed in my fantasy because my final week, I am going to need a game in my one league, and I'm currently starting Stevenson and Harris, and that final game, they're both going to be on bye. And I think my other running back is Michael Carter. We're He's both, hurt. We're starting. Uh, what? We're starting Stevenson and Harrison and Harris in – with Icarus. I know, and I'm doing the same in this other league. But, you know, in two weeks, they're both going to be on bye. Yeah, like, the, but the we final have... week of the regular season for most fantasy football leagues is going to be the Patriots on the sideline. And I forget 15, who else is it. 16, 17. Yeah, I guess 14 is the last bye. But we also have Miles Sanders. Which, so is, could put... which is a screwy way now that this is going to run because this is going to be going forward. There's always going to be two teams final week that are – because it used 14, to be, 15, 16, yeah. yeah, you'd always have the the final week of the fantasy regular season didn't have buys, didn't have buys, so you had your full team. 15, 16, and I was looking at because I'm like, what do I need toward the end? And I looked at the other ones, and I'm like, oh my god, there's buys that last week. That sucks. But you can't, we can't play till week 18 though. No, uh, you play till 17. Uh, playoffs saying, are 17, 16, 15. Yeah, I'm saying you can't, you can't go past that. Well, anyway, uh, we digress here. So, back to the Turkey Day games. Cowboys hosting the Raiders. Cowboys a 7.5 point favorite at home. The over-under is 51 points. The lean, the Sharps have no lean yet on this game. The tickets ha- uh, much heavier than the money pool on the Cowboys. Tickets in at 65%. The money pool only at 52%. So, more or less a coin flip. Who are you going to take in this one? Are you going to take your Raiders or are you going with the Cowboys? No. No. 
Don't even need to ask me. Screw the Raiders. The Raiders are hard. They're going to lose by 30. Gotcha. I actually picked the Cowboys as well. So the Eggie brothers in on Dallas on this one. Actually, the 51 points. What do you think about the 51 points? I think, is that one of my unders? Is it? Tell me it is. Yeah, it's it's well. It's I have three. That's one of the that's that's one of them. Ah, all right. So, and you hear two locks because that is going to be my one of my two unders as well. So uh, both Eggy Boys on the Cowboys, and both Chris and myself are on the Cowboy Raiders under fifty-one points. The third game, the nightcap, which is actually the best game of the afternoon, is going to be the Bills taking on the Saints in New Orleans. The Bills currently another road favorite here. So the Bills are favored by 5.5 points. The over-under is 45.5. The Sharps are on the Saints. The money barely on the Saints. Uh, And the tickets are on the Bills. So, uh, who are you going to take for the third game here? Well, I didn't. Now that you're reporting that those guys are out, I, I have New Orleans. I actually have New Orleans in some some bets. I didn't realize they were missing so many people. Me either. I picked the Saints in this one, and I think I'm going to flip to the Bills. I probably flip to the Bills. What is it down to, or what's it up to? I'm checking. Right, I'm checking right now. It's still five and a half. Six on DraftKings. Four and a half on BetMGM. Damn, I'll take that all day. So I actually had the Saints. I'm going to flip. Uh, without Kamara here, uh, I think I'm going to go for the Bills for the get-right Davenport, game. Davenport? Like, yeah. this is... I'm going with the Bills in the get-right game here. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to be with you. I'm changing it right now. I'm okay. Gonna take, I'm going to take... The Bills, yeah. That'll wrap up our Thursday games. We have ones and fours by by uh, the look in your face and the hand motions that you're making me over uh, video. I think you want to pick up the speed a little bit here and kind of <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, we got dinner here in a little bit. Okay, we all right. Get to. So we'll just flip through. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna table all of the. I'll table all the stats, and I will probably uh, update those again on Sunday morning. So we'll just flip through these games, and we'll start with the one o'clock slate. Falcons in Jacksonville. The Falcons are a road favorite here, favored by one and a half. The over-under is 47. I took the Falcons. Uh, I did too. I'm surprised that this spread is only one and a half, two points. I, if you watch the Falcons on Thursday night, you understand why. They really suck. I, I mean, is, they, they sucked, but that that game could have been different. in, in new. Not really. I, 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 I don't agree, but it's okay. It, we don't have to agree. I'm going to go with the Falcons. You're going with the Falcons as well. Uh, so am I. The Texans are going to be hosting the Jets. Texans coming off that big win against the Titans last week in the rain. The Texans, a home favorite by three points over under is 44 and a half. I took the Texans, and this is one of my locks. Yeah, this is another one. I'm shocked that... Well, I guess the Jets have been playing. Uh, well, it's it's what's his name again? It's Zach Wilson. Like, how? Who's gonna bet the Jets with Mister Four Pick Zach Wilson? Zach Four Pick Wilson. I don't know. Uh, not me. I, I, that's why I'm telling you. I'm taking the Texans, and they're one of my five tops. Um, I, you know, I unfortunately Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback of the Texans, so it's not like you're really. They're not that good either. But I, David Jets Johnson, are awful, and they're on the road, and their team is terrible. I, you know. That's all you need for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with the Texans as well. It's, I, it's not even worth talking about. 
Uh, well, you just talked about it. You were the one that talked about that one. You're like, oh, go, 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 go. And then you're like, ah, well, let me talk a little bit about this game. Yeah, well, it's what? silly. Like, who's going to pick the Jets? All right. Anyway, Patriots hosting the Titans in the next game. Obviously, the Titans lost to the aforementioned, before mentioned, whatever. The previously mentioned Texans. Patriots favored by five and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half in this one. And I would default to you and ask you who you liked in this game, but you just got up out of your chair to go blow your nose or go to the bathroom or something. So I'll just continue to talk. And I will say that I am picking the Patriots in this one to cover that five and a half. I don't like anything to do with the Titans right now. And the 44 and a half is going to be one of my other locks. I'm taking the under at 44 and a half. So for me, Patriots and the under, the under is one of my two over-unders for the week. I like the Titans. I, I mean, we, we could have talked. This is one of the games we could have talked a lot about. I, I like the Titans. I actually think that they, per, I don't they always seem to play really good when the chips are stacked against them. And I don't think they could play any worse than they did last week. And I, regardless of A.J. Brown playing, I think the Titans are better than people give them credit for after that loss last week. Everyone was like, oh, well, there they go. So I, I'm going to go with the Titans. You're going with the Titans. Okay, I am going with the Patriots. And when you're late for late for dinner, remember, it's your fault because you can't stop yapping. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I know. Can't deny that. I know. All right, Eagles, Giants in uh, New York. Eagles favored on the road by three and a half points. 46 points is the over-under. Who do you have here? Eagles. You got the Eagles. I got the Eagles. This is also going to be one of my locks for the week. The next game up is going to be the Bengals hosting the Steelers here. You have an NFC or AFC North battle. Bengals favored by five at home. 45 is the over-under. Sharps in on the Bengals while the tickets and money are on the Steelers. Even though I said I wasn't going to do that stuff, I just did. Cincinnati. I just... I, I, I'm never going to bet with Ben Roethlisberger. He's too old. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I took the Steelers here. I, I don't... What? I know, I know. You know what? I was on the Bengals, and then they crapped the bed, and then I watched the games, and I didn't think they played that strong, and I was watching that Steeler game, and they were dead in the water last week, and they actually fought to come back. Now, it wasn't because of Big Ben. They got a defensive effort, you know, and they got a, a punt return, so the only reason that they were moving the ball downfield was because they made these big plays. Then the Chargers, for some stupid reason, decided to go for it on I don't know. I don't know what the, the Chargers blew that game more than Pittsburgh came back in that game. Yeah, no, no doubt, uh, no doubt. But they did, right? And so the the opportunity was presented to them, and they did capitalize on it. So I don't know. Five it's gonna points. be a good game. It's gonna, it's be, gonna be a good game. game. I have five points. I thought was a little extra, and that's all. I that's the only reason I took the Steelers. So you're on the Bengals. I'm on the Steelers. Final one o'clock game: Panthers in Miami taking on the Dolphins. Panthers a two point road favorite here. Forty two and a half is the over under. Don't care. I'm taking the Dolphins, but I don't care. This game's word. I garbage. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to do here. I'm taking the Panthers. It was a coin flip. I really felt no passion either way. Four o'clock games. We will start off in Denver, where the Chargers will be hosting. Will be facing off against the Broncos. Yet another road favorite here. Chargers by two and a half. Over under forty eight points. You know. I don't mean to interrupt you. Real quick on the Panthers' offense. I'll tell you what. If Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore show me that the three of them together can produce a, sh- a bunch of offense, 
the Panthers are going to be a team that we're going to talk about again next week. Uh, th- possibly. I'm I'm taking them here because I think this is the spot. It, it, like, And I think I said this about another team a couple of weeks ago, but if they have anything left in the tank and they're going to make something out of the season, th- this is going to be the game that they need to put it together. Because if they yeah. lose this game to Miami, I, you know, that's p- kind of probably all she wrote. I mean, they could keep fighting and everything, but... I mean, you're, you're running out of season here to kind of put everything together, and you're changing quarterbacks mid-season. You just got this guy off of off the, the scrap pile. You know, I mean, it's either going to happen for him here, you know, against a Dolphins team that hasn't had a great year, or it's not. So anyway, I took the Panthers. But like I said, Chargers favored by 2.5 against the Broncos. 48 is the over-under. I am taking the Chargers and locking it in as one of my top bets of the week. Yeah, I love the Chargers. I don't. I have zero interest in the Broncos. I don't believe they're good at all. Yeah, me either. Chargers only have to win by two and a half. I mean, the Chargers have been a really finicky team. I, I mean, they looked great, then they looked terrible, then they tried to give yep. the game away to, to Pittsburgh last week. I, I like yep. Brendan Staley. I know he likes data points and, and data analytics and all that kind of shit, but guess what? Fourth and two on your own, uh, you know, deep in your own end zone or deep in your own territory, just punt the ball, dude. Don't the Chargers and the Ravens are the two teams that have burned me the worst this year. Uh, I think I've been staying away from the Ravens, but we're going to get to them shortly. 49ers hosting the Vikings. Vikings coming off that big win at home versus Green Bay. 49ers shellacked Jacksonville. Now they're three-point favorites at home here against Minnesota. 48 is the over-under in this one. Who are you going to take? I, this is probably the toughest game. I, I, I'm i going to take Minnesota. Oh, I knew it. I, I, I knew it. I took the 49ers, and I said, Chris is going to take the Vikings in this game. Do you have this in one of your money lines? I do. <laughs> All right, uh, keep going. All right, uh, so you're gonna take the Vikings. Oh, Continue no, I, on. I, I, didn't, I didn't even I run didn't over do, you. I didn't do a money line parlay. I just I have a hundred dollars straight up on Minnesota. I think they are a team to watch. I I believe they are way better than people are giving them credit for. After a while, you can't like me just keep crapping on Kirk Cousins. And you just can't. say, you know, eventually he's going to return to form and regress. He's had a good season, uh, you know, and I, I have been betting against them because of it. And things are kind of aligning, with the exception of Everson Griffin. I mean, <laughs> that guy. Um, we're not, we don't need to go into that. <laughs> did, you they, should, did you hear about the Justin Griffin thing? Jeff- I heard the whole thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Justin Jefferson. He finally, he just, while we're on the po- Stupid up in here. While we've been on the podcast, he... He came out of his house. He finally came out of his house? Okay. Yeah. Um, but if they just – if they threw more balls to Justin Jefferson, they'd be even better. If he got 15 targets a game, they would destroy people. Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what – it's just been such an up-and-down year for Minnesota. They, they lost games that they shouldn't have. They win this game versus Green Bay. Uh, and here they got to go into San Francisco, a team who's had a good couple of weeks here. You know, I, I just, I knew it. I, I thought, I was, I said, you know, this is one of those sharp plays. Although the sharps here are on the 49ers, and the tickets and the money are on the Vikings. So uh, this actually is playing out opposite what I thought, but I thought for sure you were going to go Vikings here, which you did. Uh, so I know my brother. Uh, anyway, oh, there's Everson Griffin. Oh, watch it. Watch it. Everson, who are you shooting at? I don't know. I don't know. Where are they? Who are you shooting at? Uh, we can't see anybody here, dude. There's nobody here. It's just you. Did you see the video on on Instagram? 
No. Oh my god, you got to go look for the <laughs> go look for the video on Instagram. He's Is laying down. Oh my god, he's laying down on the ground with a gun in his hand and he's, you know, saying he he needs help. They're coming for him, but he's got a gun. Then he's like, "Dalvin Cook, cu- help get me my gun." And he was like putting Dalvin Cook in there. I'm sure Dalvin Cook's like, "Dude, keep me the fuck out of this. I don't want anything to do with this deal." And he, I I got my gun. I know where I got my gun. Uh, I have all the paperwork for my gun. I have my paperwork. Uh, they're coming to get me and posted to Instagram. And they turned around. And he was like laying on the ground. I, I mean, certified. That guy is nuts. He I can't imagine he's going to play the rest of the year because I imagine that's going to be uh, a, an issue that might put him into uh, some psych eval for a little bit. I, I mean, it really was the video was crazy. You got to find it. Uh, all right, I digress. Sorry, Packers versus. Uh, let's go. Uh, we did Green Bay, so now we're doing the Sunday night game. Ravens hosting the Browns. Ravens favored by three and a half. Forty six is the over under. Ravens. Ravens. Me too. And for me, it's a lock. It was my final lock of the week. Yeah, it's one of my locks, too. Oh, all right, double lock. Throw it in there. Chris is going to be locking it in as well. And that leaves us to Monday Night Football, where we have the Seattle Seahawks in all their misery hosting the Washington football team, who I don't know what the hell makes this team. They could have been something. It could have been a good Heineke story. He had that good playoff game last year. And then came into this year, they were going to start Fitzpatrick. Then they went to Heineke because Fitzpatrick got hurt. Heineke did a little something, and then he just basically imploded and blew up. Uh, only to come back the past two games and get two big wins. So Seattle is now favored by a half a point here on the road. I don't know how that's possible. And the over-under is 46 and a half points. I don't know. This is this is kind of another game that I I really don't have any interest in. It's kind of tough, but terrible way to end the week. A good week too. We've talked about a bunch of good games, but this game yeah. stinks. I'm gonna go with Washington. I, I I mean I guess two game win streak they're on, and Seattle's just looked horrible. Yes, I I am as well. I I so I, it's just Seattle's look so bad. I. Uh, Russell Wilson should have taken the rest of the year off because it just hasn't really come together. And now there's really no point in him playing. They can't make the playoffs. He's just going to risk injury. You know that this offseason is going to be hectic as all hell because he's going to try to get the fuck out of there because he's had enough. But anyway, so those are all of the games for the week. We have wrapped up, and we've got one down left. Fourth down. So... We will begin with our Super Contest picks. I already noted mine. We noted a couple of Chris's, but just to go through them again, I took the Texans, Eagles, Chargers, Rams, and Ravens. And now, who did you take? So I took the Bears, the Cowboys, Two Turkey Day games. Yep, the Eagles. Versus my Giants, as I did. Two of us on that game. (laughs) <laughs> the Packers and the Ravens. I took the Ravens as well. So when you line it all up, you've got the Eggy Boys on two games together. That is the Eagles and the Ravens. And then we go opposite uh, directions everywhere else. So the over-under games, like I said, I took the Dallas-Las Vegas under uh, 51 points. And I took New England-Tennessee under 44 and a half points. Uh, I took the Titans and the Pats under 43.5. Okay, so you did the same as I did. Yep. And I, I just I the, could see that game not scoring a lot of points at all, right? At all. At all. 
you know, old that's defense think, running the ball. That's why I don't think the Pats are going to cover. I think it's going to be like a 17-13 game. Yeah, true. I, I I get it. I mean, it's five and a half points for a game that's going to be a lot of rushing. I, I it, It's obviously a, a tough ask, but I, I think New England probably wins by more than the five. But anyway, yeah, I'm with you on the under. Yeah. Uh, well, I got Tennessee at plus 6.5, so I like that much more than plus five. Uh, five and but, a half, yeah, close, you know, the six and a half, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Um, Vikings 49ers over 49, I think there's going to be zero defense in that game. Uh, Minnesota, uh, what is the game again? Minnesota, San Fran? San Francisco, yeah. And you're going under? No, I'm going over. Oh, I yeah, that's okay, gonna I going to say sh- over. I think that's going to be a shootout. Yeah, the way that these two teams are playing, right? Minnesota just put up 34 points last week in their win. San Francisco put up 30 in their win. So, and that's the second week in a row that San Francisco has been dialing it up. Yeah. So, I could obviously see the Minnesota-San Francisco being an over as well. I, I, I've been sticking to unders because the unders are the ones that have been hitting. So, I'll take it that way. But I could see the Minnesota-San Francisco game going over. The Survivor knockout picks for the week. I did terrible. I was 0 for 2 last week. I, I, I have not had a good season with this at all. Uh, of the teams that I have left, I took Houston as a Survivor. They're playing the Jets. The Jets are really bad right now. I, Robert Sala's under the gun. He could be a one-and-done coach. I Probably not, but it is a possibility depending on how they finish off here. A defensive coach who has no defense is never the way to uh, you know, create a career. And then for my knockout, I took Denver. Uh, because like I said before, I, I don't like Denver at all, especially against the Chargers. The Chargers are one of my super picks, so I took Denver. Uh, yeah, I took the Seahawks getting knocked out. I just don't. I think they, they've. I think oh, that's Wilson a good game sh- to pick. Yeah. I think Wilson kind of shut it down, man. I really. I just. He's not. He didn't. He doesn't look right. I might have taken and, Seattle already, which is why I couldn't do it. But regardless, yeah, I, I could see Seattle being a pick. And then Survivor, I, I got the Eagles because I just. I don't think the Giants are. The, the, Philly's doing too good right now. Yeah, I just. The Giants uh, at home is the only thing that gave me trepidation is that, you know, maybe something screwy happens uh, there at Giant Stadium. Well, not Giant Stadium, MetLife Stadium. So uh, that's why I shied away from Philadelphia, but could have taken them as well. Good pick by you. Uh, So then you're the one in the lead. You've got the 3,200-ish bankroll. It's actually 3,475 if you're want to be correct 100%. Is it really? I've been con- trying to keep it, but I mean, you obviously have been keeping it too. So you're saying it's 3450. Let's go 3450. Yeah, 34. Well, it's 3475. But uh you can keep the 25 bucks. That's for you. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh I'm going to do a parlay 25 to win 125. I'm going to take the Bears minus three, the Cowboys minus seven and You got to slow down, champ. I'm writing these down. You didn't send them to me. So Bears. Uh, Bears minus three. Yep. Cowboys minus seven and a half. On Turkey Day. And the Bills money line. I'm doing a Turkey Another Bills. Day. Yep. Two Turkey Day games. I'm going to do, that's my three, t- no, three. I'm, do- I'm doing a Turkey Day parlay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they're all Turkey Day. Okay. Yep. Turkey Day Parlay, I'm calling All it. with the lines. Yep. Got um, it. Lock it Bears. in. Bears. Yeah, I, yep. Bears, Cowboys, Bills, 25 to win, 125. Uh, Bills is money line, though. Write that down. Okay. That's what I was just asking. They were all in line, no money line. I mean, they were all with the points, no money line, Bills. Got it. Oh, I'm sorry. You broke up for a second. Yeah, it's Bears, Bears spread, Cowboys spread, Bills money line. 
rock on with your bad self. Okay. Parlay, 50 to win, 575. Oh, here we go. Money line, Eagles. Yep, Philly money. Titans. Tennessee money. Colts. Colts. That's it. Those I mean, they should be, right? Because you got Tennessee versus the New England. You got Indianapolis versus Tampa Bay. So yep. you're getting a ton of juice on those two, and then you throw in the, the Philadelphia lock that you have. You have them as your survivor and here in this money line. Yep. So then I'm going to use those three in, in $100 tees, and I'm going to add the bangles with them. So I got well, the which, which one are you going to do the correlated uh, tees here with? Are you using the Bears, the Turkey Day, or the Philadelphia No, one? no, 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 the second set. The okay. second set. So, so you're going to take Philadelphia, the- Tennessee, Colts, and then you're going to use their actual game lines for a tease down. For a tease, correct. Well, whichever way, right. Tease up. Okay, and then the and 14 that, you said was Cincinnati? Uh, 14 is Cincinnati, right. So that gives me the Eagles plus two and a half or three, wherever you get it. The Colts plus nine. The Titans plus 12 and a half. The Bengals plus one and a half. Okay. And then my final. What are you putting on that? A hundred. Word. And then my final bet is going to be a hundred dollars to win two fifty on the Vikings beating the 49ers. Vikings money line. Vikings money line. Look at you just throwing it out, throwing it out there. So uh, that's going to be what two two seventy five for the week. Throw it another twenty five bucks somewhere. No, that's what I like. I'm comfortable with that. Oh God, you're making the math just so much harder. Fucking pain in my ass. <laughs> well, it was 14. It was 34.75. So I just made it even. Made it all the way down to 3,200. Oh, okay. Because you're doing. I said 34. Okay, so we'll do it that way. 34.75 yeah. for your bankroll instead of the 34.50. Because obviously you're doing math here to make it easier, and I got it. Okay, so that yep. brings your bankroll down to a, a, a 3,200 cool after the baths. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Nobody else cares about the math, but that's what we are doing here to figure out exactly uh, where we're at. So anyway, uh, Chris, uh, 30, 3,200 after it's all said and done this week with uh, a good uh, 275 on the line. As for me, I am just going to do two things here. I am going to do a parlay. I am going to do the Chargers, and I'm going to do the Rams. And I'm going to do the Rams on a money line because it's only a half point. I, you know, By the time I get this in there, maybe they end up, like you said, being the favorite. Uh, in which case I would take the points, but the Rams at either the points or money line, depending on where I get them, I'm putting 100 on those two teams. And then for my teaser, I am going to take the Patriots, Dallas, and the Ravens. So Patriots come down to half a point, uh, Dallas is a point and a half, and the Ravens uh, become dogs by two and a half points, and I'll put 100 points on that. And that's really all I can uh, afford to do at this point as you know, I, I slowly just bled out, and now with my second 1,000, with 1,000 already uh, burning in the 55-gallon drum, I'm at a 710 for the year with this 100, uh, this 100 buck, there are 200 bucks here, that'll bring me down to 510 here with uh, whatever six weeks left in the season so we need to get something going here i've been picking all right i'm just i'm just not great with how i line my money out here i I just the parlays have been killed me the teasers have um i just have not had any success uh with with what i've been doing here i'm good for two or three one or two three or four but i doesn't matter. So hopefully as I 
lighten the load here and take a two-team parlay and a three-team teaser. Uh, it'll work out. But if you uh, if you want to go with what the trend is, bet against me. Bet against me. So, all right, that's it. You got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. So, peace. Audi 5000. Enjoy. I'll see you tomorrow for Turkey Day. Adios. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy. I will talk to you on Sunday morning to update you on all the stats. Until then, don't uh, stuff yourself too much with all those goodies. Audi. Thank you.